how meritorious we truly are to begin the Torah again. And today we have a treat. We have a vart that stands at the central focus of Yiddishkeit. A vart that may change your perspective on something that you do very often, very frequently, every day. We begin in Perak Bey's Pasuk Hay. The Pasuk tells us, The grass had been created, but it had not yet torpedoed through the ground. The grass, in fact, everything had been created on the first day, ex nihilo, but the grass and all of the foliage, everything that was to sprout, didn't yet show up in reality. It still stood right below ground level. Why, Rashi says, as the puzzle continues, because man had not been created. And if man had not been created yet, well then what purpose did all of the foliage and all of the grass and fruits and vegetables serve? Then Adam was created. And when Adam came and realized, hey, we need some rain over here, he davened alehem v'yardu. And then the rain began to fall after Adam davened for the rain. Says Rabbi Yerucham, the great mashkiach, the spiritual dean in Yeshiva Asmir, something that is makif, it surrounds kol hatoy rakula, shekol habria, all of life, mechakeh, waits, mamtenes, and anticipates al hatfila, waiting for tfila. Success is but right beneath the surface. But we see from the beginning of time, from the beginning of creation, the world works with it's there for the taking. But tfila is a necessity. Sitting right beneath the ground was all of this produce. Adam came and davened, down came the rain, and out came the fruits and veggies. Our avos knew this best. They knew that tfilos were a necessity. They had plenty of zechusim to be able to rely upon. But yet we find that they always went directly to tefillah. They immediately turned from the tzara, not to their own attributes to say, Hashem, please give me, but instead they dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, please help me. Moreover, the Gemara in Brachas Daf Lamed Beis Aleph tells us that even Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the greatest of all humans in actions, G'dayla tefillah, still Tefillah is the greatest thing, is greater than my symptom, than actions. Because there was nobody greater than Maish Rabbeinu in actions. Yet he was only answered through Tefillah. Tefillah is the ultimate key. Tefillah is essential. It's a prerequisite for spiritual and physical growth. Now we know that humans are classified as a medaber, as a speaker. And nowhere is it more revealing than Targum Unculus, Unculus the Ger, who translates the Pasuk Vayhi Adam Lenefesh Chaya, that when man was created, he was given a Ruach Memalala, a speaking spirit. As the Kuzari explains, there are four, t- four types, four classifications of organisms in this world, beginning with a, a lifeless rock, a domain, then going on to a Tzameach, a plant, something that grows. A chai, an animal, something that has some life. Umedaber, the top level being a speaker. We are classified as talkers. Now the great Rib Shimon Schwab, Zechert Tzadik V'Kadosh Livracha, wants to know, why was Adam given this gift of speech, of the ability to talk, before there was anybody else in the world? Chava had not yet been created, so why did Adam need the ability to talk? says the great Tzadik Reb Shimon Schwab that the main, essential, key component, all-encompassing part of tefillah 
is not to talk to people, but is to talk to Hashem. Tefillah is why we are called the Ruach Memalala. Indeed, no other human had yet been created, but Hashem. We can talk to Hashem straight from the beginning, and that's why we're called a Ruach Memalala, a speaking creature. In Slabodka, they would say that what separates two yeshiva students, two yeshiva bachram, from on a bench sitting next to each other in their level of connection to Hashem is their tefillah, how they would daven. I once heard from my Rosh Yeshiva that a person would do a shidduch with a family where perhaps the father wasn't a massive Talmud Chacham, but if he davened three tefillahs a day and he did mitzvahs, okay, that's a, a good family to go into a perspective shidduch. But if you heard that maybe the father didn't daven with a minion or he just didn't daven at all, well, nobody would go into such a shidduch. Here at the Torah Podcast, we try to be as straightforward as possible. And I'd like to give an approach that I've heard from my rabbis and Rashi Yeshivas, how we can inspire ourselves and reinvigorate ourselves to daven well or as best as possible. That eta is to set up a makam kavua, to prepare yourself for the tefillah, to give it chashivas, to make it important that it is a large, significant part of your day. Daven at one makam, set up that this is where I daven in a shul, and you don't daven anywhere else. In your home, you have one specific shender that you daven at, whether male or female, there's one spot that you daven. In your office, there's one spot that you daven. A makom kavua, there's many, many sources, perhaps the greatest of all in Shulchan Aruch, to daven at one set spot. A higher level of this commitment could be that you don't even daven anywhere else except for that one spot that you have in the shul. This is my makom kavua. I show up 30 seconds before I pre- prepare and gather myself for the oimei lefnei hamelech to daven in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And perhaps with this etza, we'll be able to unlock the tremendous koach that tefillah has to bring all of the brachos that are sitting right there beneath the surface, to bring them into reality, to bring them to us and our families. And Amir Tashem, we should daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all of our strength, and he should answer our tefillos.